Welcome to Highly Sensitive, Happily Married, the podcast that teaches you to not only have an easier marriage as a sensitive woman, but to have one that feels more amazing by the day, where you'll hear relatable stories, love advice that works, and coaching on how to have a marriage where feeling upset and disconnected is a thing of the past, and where instead, a sense of loving connection and even fun and lightness is the norm. I'm Hannah Brooks, highly sensitive person, love expert, and marriage coach, and I'm so happy to be on this journey with you. Hello, and I'm so excited to introduce you to a very special guest. Can you hear her? (laughs) This is my little kitten. She's such a love fest, little purr ball. She's here recording with me right now. I couldn't help but share the little bit of love that she brings with you today. (laughs) Because once again, as always, I'm here to help bring more love into your life, specifically into your marriage. And today I want to talk about doing just that, but from a place of where it might feel like very, the very opposite of that. So what I mean by that is if you have a partner, if you have a hubby who's sometimes critical of you, or if you feel hurt by things he does or says occasionally, if you find you take things personally, right, you probably, probably find yourself standing up for yourself a lot, or maybe you feel like you need to do so some more. Yeah. Not infrequently. That's the words I hear from my clients' mouths. I need to stand up for myself, right? And that's, of course, this is what we were taught, to not be passive doormats that men can walk all over, right? And of course, I never, ever want you to be that. I never want you to have that experience of feeling walked on. And I even recorded a whole episode about how to not be a doormat. That's episode 47, I believe. But when we say standing up for myself, what we usually mean is fighting back, right? Not letting whoever it is, our partner in this case, say mean things, right? Not letting him treat us in a certain way, right? Even not letting him have a negative opinion about us. But guess what? That's not something we have control over, right? We don't have control over what someone else thinks of us or how someone else treats us, right? That's really up to them. And the instinct to defend or fight against, or try to kind of try to convince someone to think differently about you, what that usually does is pits you against him further, right? What it usually does is increases the disconnection, the contempt, the criticism, the disrespect, like reacting from that place and kind of fighting and being sort of right doesn't usually gain us understanding and respect or get us feeling closer 
to someone, right? There are ways that we can be kind of having a a sort of conflict in an effective way, but usually from this reactive place of, I need to stand up for myself, right? I need to get him to treat me differently and think differently and feel differently in the moment about me, right? That usually just kind of ups the animosity and, uh, you know, tension and discord between us and our partner. Yeah. I mean, you know, you could just think back uh, uh, about a time when maybe in the last couple months you did feel like you needed to stand up for yourself or he did or said something that kind of put you on guard and made you want to go like, right. And just think about the effect that that had and, um, you know, whether that was effective in resolving or getting you what you wanted, which was probably to feel closer, to feel more loved, to feel more love and approval, right? Did it, did it work is a great question to ask yourself. I mean, I can think of a totally tiny little moment uh, just last night where I, my husband said something and I don't remember what it was specifically, but I was super tired and getting ready for bed. And he just said some offhand comment that was a little like, <laughs> and my reaction was that that desire to kind of defend and stand up for myself right and it didn't like it was just like you know 10 seconds of like back and forth but it def- definitely didn't create a uh, peace and connection between us or him like being so loving to me right and I even saw in that moment, like my old little bits of insecurity was was rearing its head, right? The old patterning in me. And that's that's my next point here is that being defensive and kind of standing up for yourself is actually a sign of insecurity, not security and strength, right? So we say, like, I'm going to stand up for ourselves, myself, as if that's being strong, right? But but consider how the opposite could be true, right? That it's actually not strength, but insecurity. It's not security, but insecurity that drives that need to stand up for ourselves in this way that we think of it, right? This common way that we think of it, which is, again, really sort of defensive and fighting back, Yeah. So what if being strong and standing up for yourself doesn't mean disproving his opinion, another person's opinion, or defending yourself, right? Again, what if that's the opposite of strength and standing up for yourself? What if standing up for yourself really means approving of yourself and loving yourself no matter what other people think of you? Right? So much so that you're unafraid of hearing the truth that could be contained in their criticism. Right? So much so that you're unafraid of hearing their thoughts about you come out of their mouth. So much so that you're open to actually hearing if there's something useful that they could be communicating to you, something that you could grow from into an even better version of yourself by considering what they've said about you, right? By investigating whether there's truth there and room for you to 
kind of show up more, even more in integrity with who you want to be. Yeah. What if standing up for yourself means choosing love over attempting to control other people's opinion of you? Right? Choosing love of yourself, choosing to believe you are good, right? Even if you're imperfect, even if, you know, others see how you aren't perfect, right? Choosing to put that love and honesty and even integrity at the center of your relationship, right? Instead of trying to keep his opinion of you, your partner's opinion of you, or anyone else, right? We could talk about anyone here. Instead of trying to keep that person's opinion of you high. Now that is really strength, right? Really, like you don't need to defend or correct your partner's opinion of you or his thoughts about you or his comments about you. If you have a great opinion of your own self, right? So standing up for yourself and being strong, in my book, that means being open to the ways other people could be right about you, right? The way your partner might be right about you and being open to learning and growing from that. So you become even more of the person you want to be and who you know deep down in your heart of hearts that you really are. I know this is a pretty radically different definition of what standing up for yourself is, but I highly recommend you open to it and take it on board and really consider and feel it out for a little while here. So if you really want to learn to stand up for yourself truly, and if right now you find yourself taking things personally and feeling hurt often or sometimes feeling easily hurt or or if your partner really is someone who tends to be a little critical your first work is to learn to feel better about yourself right to have your own back right to decide to always meet yourself with kindness and encouragement and have a really good opinion about yourself in other words to be your own sanctuary your own source of comfort and love, right? Having that internal zone inside of you that's just so loving and supportive of who you are, that you can always rely on, that you can always fall back into for love and support. This is what makes it possible for me to do these things that I do, to put myself out into the world, to show up in my marriage in a like loving way, even when my husband isn't, you know, on his best behavior, right? This is so powerful when you learn how to do this so that other people's opinions and criticisms can just roll off your back, like water off a duck's back. (laughs) So I want to offer you this sort of outline, this process Uh, for stepping into being able to stand up for yourself in this new way, right? And stand up for love in your marriage, right? Because again, like the old way isn't really standing up for love in your marriage, (laughs) right? It, It ends up standing up for 
like disconnection and being at odds with each other, right? Instead of connection and love. All right. So to stand up strong for the love in your marriage, for yourself, for love of yourself, right? Here's what you do. And this is great for if you do hear stinging words from him, right? Or there is an opinion about you or something you've done that's expressed that is sort of negative, okay? The first step is to root yourself in remembering that you love this being that you are. Like, this being that you are is amazing. Even if you take your personality out of it, right? If it's hard for you to be like, I love myself, which is, it's hard for a lot of us to get to that place easily, right? Just like, isn't it amazing that your heart is beating and keeping you alive? Isn't it amazing that you're breathing? Isn't it amazing that you want more love in your life? Right? Isn't it amazing that deep down you have this benevolent heart? Right? Isn't it amazing that you can move your fingers? Right? There's so much to love about you, right? even if you don't get super personalized about it. And I want to offer you permission to do this. Right? This is kind of a side note, but what gets in so many of us women's way of feeling safe to love ourselves is we get confused. We've gotten these messages that it's not okay to feel good about ourselves. It's like when we think highly of ourselves, it's bragging or egotistical, right? That is never the case when you love yourself. It doesn't make you better than anyone else. It doesn't make anyone less than you, right? Loving yourself liking yourself, feeling good about yourself isn't doesn't mean anything about anyone besides you. Right? It just means you feel good in your own skin. It feels like you feel good with your own company. Yeah, and that's so powerful and ultimately is good for everybody in your life. Okay, that's my little side note rant for you. All right. So, The first step is remembering that you love this human that you are, right? The second step, when someone says something about you that might hurt a little at first, right? That would have in the past been hurtful, that is a little critical, that is a little judgmental. I want you to be willing to consider how what they said could be true about you, okay? So let's, let's try a little exercise right now. What is the worst thing someone could say about you? You can actually pause the podcast for a second and think about that. What's one of the worst things someone could say about you to your face? For me, one of the answers is hearing from someone you're so selfish, right? Like if my husband said that to me, sort of the standing up for myself, old the old definition of that, or like the defensive way of reacting to that would be like, no, I'm not, right? You're the one who's selfish, <laughs> right? It's sort of like the childish ways we can behave, right? <laughs> right, that can be the instinct. And that's really like what standing up for yourself in the old definition would would kind of look like, right? Like, what are you talking about? No, I'm not, Right? 
So instead of going down that road, I could ask myself, hmm, am I selfish? Am I sometimes? How might this be true about me? When I ask myself that, when I'm being really honest with myself, I can totally see how that could be true, how it is true, right? I am selfish sometimes. I'm selfish when I, you know, go up to bed early with, without, you know, making sure the cat is fed and I leave it to my husband. <laughs> I'm selfish when I take the yummier looking baked potato, <laughs> right? I could find lots of little ways that I am selfish. And when I do that, right, when I look at how this could be true about myself, it doesn't feel bad, right? Because I've, I've got my own back. I love myself no matter what. I approve of me, even in my imperfection, right? I have love and compassion for my humanness, right? And if you didn't listen to the loving humanness episode, I highly recommend going back a few episodes and listening, right? And because of that, I'm, I'm really, I'm open to feedback. I'm open to looking at myself so that I can grow even better if I choose to. And that's the thing, like I can just be at peace with the fact that I'm sometimes selfish, <laughs> right? Or I can decide, ooh, you know what? I don't want to be like that. I want to be more selfless. Yeah. And not have an, not even like have there be a right or wrong about it. I can feel peaceful either way. This is really so powerful, even in our interactions, right? So it's a really like a ninja move to be able to do that, but then specifically to be able to say, hey, if he were to, if my husband, for example, were to say, you're so selfish, for me to be able to say, you know, I can see that in myself too. And taking that even further, and I know this is advanced, right? But like to be able to say, thank you for pointing that out, right? This is helpful for me to look at in myself. This is strength. This is is integrity. And for me, this is being the person I want to be. I want to be open to growing. I want to be open to becoming the best version of myself. I want to be open to stepping into more and more love and integrity. Yeah. And the cool thing about this, when I agree with him like this, when I am willing to acknowledge, you know, my flaws, my imperfections, my shortcomings, my selfishness, it leaves my husband with nothing to fight against, right? And when there's nothing for him to fight against, it disarms any kind of war, any little battle that could be going on between us. See that? This kind of loving honesty, self-honesty, is so much stronger than war, <laughs> defensiveness. Yeah, love is stronger than war. Right? You can see how strong that is, right? That in this example, I'm standing up for love. I'm standing up in love for myself. Right? Because what I want most is love and growth and integrity, living my best version of myself. And 
in this example, I'm not making him the bad enemy for pointing out my weaknesses, right? I'm actually creating peace and even connection instead. Yeah. Again, which is what we, what I, what you and I both most want. Tell me where I'm wrong. So let's review the steps in the little, uh, experiment I was offering you. Root yourself in remembering you love yourself, right? And then consider the worst thing someone could say about you. And then be willing to consider how that might be true about you. Be open to looking for that in yourself. I really recommend trying this now or after this episode's over, like writing it out on a piece of paper and really just noticing what that's like for you, right? And then later, once once you're like, oh, I kind of get this, I can feel into this, and it actually feels kind of good, right? Um, then you can actually try it in real time, like if your partner does actually say something like that to you. And in that point, you know, the advanced maneuver here, and I invite you to try it if you can, is, is maybe even thank him for pointing that out to you. Yeah. And really watch how that diffuses the old dynamic, deflates defensiveness, and might even bring a sense of peace or togetherness or connection. If this feels really far off and out of reach and you're kind of like, wow, but I don't think I can get there. That sounds really hard. I want you to know that you truly can do this. You can develop a great opinion of yourself. Yeah. You can stop feeling hurt and offended by your partner's, you know, snarky moments. And you really can be open to what others see in you that isn't so great, that isn't so perfect. And you really can use that to help you grow into someone you love even more. Someone you so, feel so proud of being, right? You really can become someone who's expert at standing up for love in your marriage. If you know you want that and you know you want to be able to lead your marriage into the most loving nourishing, fulfilling experience a marriage could be, I invite you to come coach with me. By the end of our time, you will be a love ninja. The first step to exploring whether it's a right fit for you and the right next step for you is to apply for a consult call. It's a totally free call. To do so, go to the link in the show notes or head over to lifeisworthloving.com. That's my website. You'll see a spot where it says work with me. Uh, Click on that and drop down to the get started with a call button. And that will share all the information you need to get started and sign up for that call. Oh, and in the meantime, my little kitty sends you some loving purrs. (laughs) enjoy standing up for love in your marriage and be oh so well